What's up, everybody? It's your girl Candy, and I'm about to speak on it. <laughs> God bless America. Candy. <laughs> that was <laughs> Candy. But anyways, anyways, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 30 of Pucks Under Pressure Podcast. I am BA. And this is Jimmy Valentino. Grab your Jimmy. And I have no introduction this week. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, well, you know, you can always catch us on social medias, on all the platforms, at PunksPod, on Twitter and Instagram, hashtag PodPunks. Um, email address is PunksPod at gmail.com. And, of course, we have a special guest on episode 30. Let me, do my, let me see how do I want to introduce him. He has so many names, according to him, um, according to him, <laughs> that I call him. One of the names I didn't realize I called him on the last episode was Whatchamacallit, which I didn't need to call him that. But I, only because I said Whatchamacallit because I forgot who told me the story. So the other name that I called him is Tony Braxton because y'all, if y'all know who this person is, y'all say, oh yeah, I can see Tony Braxton. Yeah. And if you listen to the, this podcast enough, let me make sure I get my, my let me get to it, I make sure I get his accent correct. <sighs> According to Jacqueline, <laughs> you really know how to move oh your ass. So welcome everybody to his first, which I'm surprised it is, his first podcast interview ever. 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 Really? Ever. Is, y'all know him as Frequency on both Twitter and Instagram, so I don't know if you want us to call him that or do he want us to call it whatever his name is. More than likely, I'm going to call him Jacqueline to going forward. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to make it easy for, just just for, just for me to make it better. So okay. So everybody give a warm welcome to Frequency. Welcome to the show. What up everybody? How y'all doing? Yes. Frequency, Tajerod. I'm Frequency on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those names. And yes, Jacqueline, Tony Braxton. And I'm the one who gave BA the name Candy. Because, you know, the real question was, um, what have you learned about yourself since you started the podcast? And he said that he's busy, just like Candy well, Bird. She's staying busy. busy. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell you. How has your week been, Frequency? Um, an emotionally draining one, I'll say it that way. Listen. Um, for everybody. Right. Yeah. So that that's all I have to say about that. Mm. Jimmy? My week has been pretty dull. Oh, no, actually, it has not. Despite of everything which you're going to get in talking to later, it's this new thing that everybody is trying to get me to audition new dick out of quarantine, which I have no desire to audition new dick at this point. And, you know, just in case you know what that means, everybody's up because the state of Georgia is about to be open um, June 1st, majority of the places going forward. Now, everybody's like, hey, how you doing? I want to meet you. I don't know you. And at this point, I'm not interested in, in auditioning for new dick. I just like, let me get my old faithfuls back because I don't have time to teach nobody how to. So you can bust it wide open for a real G, like you said. Bust it up for yeah. a real G. But I don't have time to be trying to teach nobody how to make me nut at this point right now. Say that, say that for October. But, <laughs> but, but June, no. We get out the week. <laughs> My week has been, my week has been cool, emotionally draining, but child draining and drained. <laughs> um, 
Speaking that of, could be go- that could be taken so many ways. BA. Speaking of, right, right. That's why of, I said it. Huh? Speaking of, what is, is that something you want to share with the class? See, here we go. Oh no, what is it, Jimmy? <laughs> so I can't find this tweet, but I remember the tweet very directly. Last weekend, you had a weekend of poppers and weed. Oh, oh yes. Shit. I did a lot of poppers and weed and weed last weekend and kind of this weekend too, and it's only Saturday. But hey, here we are, bitches. So at least one of us is having fun. <laughs> yes, listen. Last night when they, when they was downtown turned up deep Elm and stuff in Dallas, I was like, child, I had my face in the pillow. Wait, wait. Time out. Pause. Oh. You oh. said what? Also, he did mean the way. No pause. No pause. He did have his face in the pillow. Got it. I thought, I thought you meant when you said when I talked to you earlier today, you said you had your face in the pillow. I thought you meant you were asleep. I didn't mean. I didn't know you was pillow by Yes. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes. Yes, yes who? Yes, queen. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm not fucking with y'all. You <laughs> make me feel like I'm, I'm the only, only person in the world. world. Exactly, bitch. That's All me. right. Okay, before um, since we're gonna address the elephant in the room, not really. Uh, speaking of last night, um, I know our show is usually fun and entertaining, which we still gonna give it to you like we normally do. Um, but we cannot help but address everything that's going on in both our cities, which is Atlanta and Dallas. And in case by the time this airs, um, there's been a lot of looting, protesting, a lot of places burning up and all that stuff. By this time, I hope they let be on, by this time this area, I hope they unlooted the Galleria so I can pull up the Pottery Barn and give me some tables and lamps that I've been wanting and some rugs and some mirrors. Okay. So rumor has it that they moved it on to North Lake Mall in Atlanta, which I don't understand why. There ain't nothing there. What, what exactly. They, so. What they looting? Yeah. That's better than North Carolina looting the grocery store. That's all they looted. No, they looted. They they looted the Kroger last night in Atlanta. In Atlanta, in Buckhead. Yeah, but Atlanta the, the still bed. did get all the Gucci. They got Dior. They got all the designer stores in Atlanta. It got looted I'm last not, night. I'm, I'm, so I, so, that shit is hilarious. Somebody, somebody. So I hate to make a joke of this, but somebody's about to have a good old somebody. Some ball is about to be popping. Listen, burn mm-hmm. all this shit down. They need to burn down these loot, these museums and. Tear all that shit up and these monuments and all that stuff. That's what they need to loot and burn down. I disagree. You disagree? Oh. Why do you disagree? I just feel like, I mean, if it's in the city where it's happening, like I understand burning down the stuff in Minneapolis because that's where it's happening. But what did the Dallas Police Department or what did the Atlanta Police Department do to y'all to have you burn it's, your vehicles? Well, I, I They've like done something receipt. and they'll eventually do it's, something. So show me the receipt. It's frustration. Everything is like, because I think it's, everything is out of frustration. And keep in mind, we live in, it's not just the police. It's just, I just think it's just frustration in I general. mean, I get it. We live in the court of public opinion days and everybody is always, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, so and so on. But I mean, let's be real. Georgia State Police, I'm sorry, Georgia State University Police and Georgia Tech Police, they're glorified police, glorified security guards. So why are we setting their stuff on fire? Their jurisdiction does not go any further than those campuses. So why why are they? I didn't know. I, like I honestly didn't know that that they was burning them up. Yeah, one of the cars they they lit on fire last night, right next to the uh, embassy suites, was a Georgia Tech 
police car. Ugh. But Georgia Tech, their jurisdiction don't extend outside of their campus. So why are we, why are we charging them? It's it's uh, everything. I think I look at it as this: everything, everybody right now is frustrated with everything. With because the thing is, I think right. I think I think what it is is that a lot of times, not a lot of times, is that when people are like people's silence is like it's like betrayal now. So it's like you have to speak up, no matter if you own people from Target. Everybody needs to speak up now. Like it's no more like going down the middle, and I'm just gonna like be safe and not say anything. Like it's come to a time where like, you have to pick a side, and like, and you know, and only people only pay attention when you fuck with their money. I know. So <sighs> we gonna we gonna send prayers to everybody around the world, unfortunately, black people, the black people, us black, the black people, not uh-huh. the black people. Um, y'all be safe out there in the street, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Speaking of craziness, I see, Bia, you have a new boyfriend on the crowd. Who? I might do. Christian Cooper. Oh, oh Jesus! The you know what? That's the first thing I said too. I was like, "That isn't BA's age bracket. That's his Shut age up, bracket. That's his age bracket. His uh, demographic. He like us smarter than him. <laughs> he could come watch this bird. Oh Jesus! Listen, I told he you could... going back to crash. T- so told... wait, can, I got a question for BA. Mm-hmm. I, I remember on the I remember on the episode prior. It's about his his Christian Cooper. On the episode prior, he mentioned that he you know don't really do flip flops. Like he has you know one. Position a set, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Cooper decide he want to flip flop in the night with you. Um, <laughs> doesn't give me verse. No, no, me something. I don't know. He can he give me top or bottom, but I'm the only verse in the world, y'all. I keep telling you. She would have to pick one. Like, no. For that no. night. No, 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 no. no. So one. Period forever. So uh, Christian Cooper has became popular over this week because of another Karen situation. A racist bitch. Try to call uh, number one because she fucked up. Let me take my third shot of the day. And all this stuff. So not to put nobody on front street. <laughs> no, I am before I, before I do that because now Christian Cooper, which we find out is gay, and everybody is searching over him. Mine is. The fact that y'all found out that he had a white boy, a white partner. Oh, he, he does? does have a white partner. Allegedly. I think they were just joking. Allegedly. Oh, okay. Or no, they no, made, they right. they made it seem that he only had a white partner because he only bird watched in the way he talking all this stuff. Oh hell. Which goes so damn y'all. I'm like y'all. Niggas are into some of everything. Uh, not according to Twitter, they not. Mm. Only Twitter, like it's only, only I look at it because we talked about this in the in the in our sister circle group. <clears throat> On on um house party, <laughs> y'all talk on house party. House party be listen. House party be lit like just to talk on. Like, just to talk on, yeah. Other than like going in there, all you see is like people dicks. Like I don't want to see that. I mean, I don't get off of just seeing niggas jack off. So that's all they be doing on there. It don't be, be nobody fucking or nothing. But but then but there is we do have our sister circle group that we meet up every other day to talk. Shout out to them. <laughs> that we talked about how. That we that most of us wouldn't give him a time of time of day because of he like because he watches birds and not the birds that's in your pants but actual cockatoos and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's a bird. And I know it's a bird, but he I know cockatoo. 
Listen, I'm a king. I'm a king of attracting dudes that's into stuff that I'm not into. Like all the time. So, what were you saying? But but um we don't know if he has a white boyfriend or not. Y'all just assume because the way he talks and he like to watch a cockatoo. A cockatoo. Yeah. Like to watch a cockatoo. Or three. Or three. First of all, I don't have that C word, so. A cockatoo? That, that C word. You know what I mean? It's a bird. You the one that make it in there. I'm talking about birds. <laughs> <laughs> what about this documentary you've been talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah so, both of y'all, the, since this is so our irony of this, um, both of y'all met Dylan Burnside. Yes, what's your call? Did meet him. Yes, watch him call him did meet him, and at least one of y'all know who knew who he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's actually most of y'all who are not familiar with Dylan Burnside. He's um, what's his character name on Pose? Ricky. Ricky. Um, he's doing a documentary that's airing on PBS about being in the South, being black and gay in the South, and he looked like he was um, interviewing his mom and all this stuff, which is. Coincidence, what we try to do with our podcast is talk about being black and gay in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did he, uh, where he from? Pensacola, Pensacola Florida. Ooh. Mm. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. fam. I mean, I watched, I watched the trailer a couple times to have some thoughts on it. That's all. What's your thoughts on it? Um, My first thought is, first of all, I love how do you pronounce his name? It's not Dylan. It's, it's uh, Dylan. No, it's Delone. He pronounces it Delone. Delone. Oh, yes, Girl, Delone. that's no, like somebody. That's like saying my name is not James. It's Jameis. He did check me in Vegas when I, when I met him. I was like, oh, it's Dylan Burnside. He's like Delone. Oh, Delone. Girl, hold so on, girl, I, hold on. I didn't stand know by. who she was. So stand by, stand by. <laughs> did she do that? No, like really, it really happened. Oh, he told me stand by. What happened? No, go ahead. I'm okay. Looking at, so I'm looking, I'm looking at his. <laughs> um, I already oh, have, oh, oh it, he's right because he does have a um Beyonce asterisk. asterisk. Yeah. Yes, over his O, over the O. Okay. And if you oh. watch any of his interviews, he says it. So um, I he's do love him. The line. That is so I, country. I love him. I think that he is brilliant. I think he's gorgeous. I love that smile. That, that, and where are his thirst sweets? How about that? Um, where's but, he? Like, where's his thirst season? When are we going to see what people what people are thirsting after him for? Um, but, and I like the fact it's on PBS. So that means that everybody in the world should be able to watch it. But how many people know what channel PBS is? 13. Oh, shit. I stand corrected. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm, I'm here for it. I just didn't, I personally didn't like the trailer. And the reason why I didn't like the trailer is mm-hmm. because he did not speak like that when I met him in person. He was over-pronunciating his words and, and trying to sound a little more PC than he kind of can be. Because any interview or any speech I've ever heard him see, he didn't talk like that. <laughs> so, I'm here mm. for the show, though. <clears throat> I, I, think I'm, I think it's, it's like a one-time like show or like it's a series or something. I'm gonna watch I think it. it's a series. It's a series. It's supposed to air June 12th. It's starting on June 12th. And you guys should watch it on YouTube. Oh, June 12th. That's a special day. So what, y'all what go out you there. Nothing. Later. Mm. You put it on the show now. Later. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, so yeah, I'll be looking. I'll, I'll be looking. I'll be looking for it on my PBS to watch it. What channel is PBS? 
He just sold us 13. But that's probably PBS in Dallas. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. There's 13 here in Dallas. I don't know what channel PBS is here. And so, Frequency, we heard that you have something else that you wanted to share with us, too. I did? Yes. Mm -hmm. You told me. Oh, well, I mean, okay, so I have been taking the week off from social media. Like, every day has been Sunday this week, because normally on Sundays, I don't get on social media. I give myself that little purge. But I've noticed that a lot of the talk on the social media before I took a purge and on on my TV channels had been in reference to HBO Max. So... I love I wanted to I wanted to talk or figure out what are y'all subscribed to, you know, that is not OnlyFans these days. Like I I wanted to get HBO Max and I've been talking to my friend Lorenzo. Shout out to Lorenzo about it. And he told me that he told me that Xfinity had a good deal with him um with their cable service. So yeah, yeah, I was trying to see what what's is HBO Max worth it. Who's your cable service with? I got Xfinity. It's actually no, it's not for y'all, I don't think. No, he said it was like 15 a month, which isn't bad, but you know, I already who's got... Your, who's your phone service through? I got Verizon. Okay, never mind. Because I was going to say, because I know through AT&T it's free for us, and also through Spectrum it's free for us. Well, see, I got Disney Plus for free through Verizon, so I'm good. Okay. But I, for as everything that I subscribe to, I subscribe to Netflix, which I don't watch, but everybody else watches um, watches it under my thing. Um... As a household, because we are a household, shout out to my roommate Tony. We do have we have household accounts. So, <laughs> so now see household uh, accounts is is approved. So we have um, HBO Max, Disney Plus, which we pay for for a whole year, um, which I actually watch a lot more because outside of our conversations, frequently found out I don't watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs> um. I just get. I was. I'm thinking about. I'm gonna do stars because um, Power's supposed to be coming back sometime. In really? Time. So you want to see the spinoffs? <laughs> I just want to see Mary. Let's let's be real. Let's be clear. I just want to see Mary. So um, we have HBO Max, Stars, um, Prime, um, Prime, Amazon Hulu. Prime. Okay. Yeah. Hulu. Um. Damn, you got them all. Right, so which ones you got, B.A.? Listen, I am very, very... Y'all know me, I don't... Listen, Which is why I wanted to discuss this. Let's go. I have cable, (laughs) and then I I have Netflix, and that's um, all the subscription stuff I pay for. Everything else, YouTube and shit like that, I don't... uh, HBO, all that stuff, what's that? Yeah, YouTube Red, what is that? YouTube Red is like cable. I don't pay for YouTube Red, I regular YouTube. I just know that YouTube has a streaming service too. That means they do. Everybody has a streaming service. So everybody has. It's like it's sling. There's there's sling. There's um, watch ATV. I'm sorry, watch ATT now, which is not Direct TV. Mm-hmm. Um, sling. Um, it's another one. There's a whole bunch of them. But the funny thing about it is, which is so funny, that you have to get like you might as well just get cable, because by the time you pay for your channels and the internet. Yeah, it all adds up. And that's why I went, and that's exactly why I went and got cable. So what was your so, question? That's it. Jacqueline. What's our, what subscription service we use? Oh. Yeah, what subscription service, and how, and how is anybody, does anybody have um, 
the to be honest with you, I think if you have to me, like I use uh, I Lawrence's Hulu if I want to watch Hulu. Between Hulu and Netflix and cable, I really don't need anything else. And unfortunately, I'm a really bad creature of habit, so I have Netflix and Hulu. But if Charmed or Living Single <clears throat> or Friends or Will and Grace is on Netflix or on cable, I watch that before I go to my Hulu or anything. So, like, mm-hmm. so HBO, so we just got HBO Max just came out this week. So we've been yeah, watching. Yeah, so what's it like? What's going on? What's on there? So we got basically HBO stuff. Um, the new show Legendary, which is about the drag, the, not the drag balls, but the balls. The Have y'all started balls. it? Yeah, it's two episodes on there. Um, most of the stuff that's on HBO, so if you have HBO Go or HBO Now, it's basically the same, but they also have Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, Friends, which you watch. You probably the only Friends. You're probably the only black person that do. Um, I don't know why you're clapping, but okay. Um, but, that's, the clap for the, that's the clap from the show. You're the only, you're the only one that likes it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they have cartoons. They got some of the DC comic stuff on there, Looney Tunes. Um, Turn on movie classics, which I just found out. Um, what movie is a turn on movie classic now? They came out in the nineties. Um, I can't think of it. Could a I'm movie like, in the nineties? It's a, it's considered a turn on movie classic now. Um, I can't think of it. Oh, that so that's pretty much it. I think it, I I would say this if if personally if you into like DC comic stuff. It might be worth it because it had all the DC movies on there. I'm a Marvel um, girl. If you in, if you are HBO, you ever had HBO Max or HBO, I'm sorry, HBO Go. It might be it, it's already free for you. So if it's free, go ahead and just switch over. That's pretty much it. Okay, I'll check it out because I, 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 you know, like you said, I love my friends. So I won't I can watch there. them in one sitting. I won't be there for you for that one. All right. I see what you did there. I know. I did it on purpose. This is how this is this is how our friendship is, BA. <laughs> oh, stack half one. That's why sleep. I call him a savage. <laughs> That's why I call him a savage because everything is a knee jerk, just a bam reaction. It's a like, it's a it's a backhanded comment. Every right. every. It's southern. Mm. Mm. I'm a, I'm a true southern belle. You know, us southern bells have backhanded comments for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Queen. Oh, I ain't gonna. Oh no, that's a lie. I can't quote not now scripture. So, so we're gonna get into our main topic, which come to find out is actually my good friend Jacqueline. Oh dear lord. Which I don't know why. So initially, I was, so we're gonna true 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 story. Initially, I was like, girl, we're gonna do just do, and I, he apologized for calling you girl because you know how I talk. Like, um, child, we're just gonna do you as. Sister circle. So whatever main topic we come up with, that's what you're going to agree on. So I don't know. He wasn't drunk, but he was tired from working because he, he this man works his ass off. Works his ass off. I thought I meant to ask you. Go back. Let me go back before you get into that. Go back to um Christian. And I know the question I meant to ask you. Um, you used to work for nine one one, right? Mm-hmm. How many Still white do in essence? Okay, how many white women call nine one one and just say there's a black man harassing them, or they don't have? Or does see that honestly depends on where you are in okay. like your 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 the the city county or agency you work in because it happened when I was in because I stayed in Fairfax Virginia well I stayed in Prince George's County Maryland 
but worked for Fairfax, Virginia, where I started my 911 career. And there was this horrible storm that came down one day. And this lady called and said, there is a, what was her exact words? There was a white woman <laughs> carrying a black baby, did not cover them in the rain and taking them inside the mall with no shoes on. And I repeated exactly what she said verbatim so she could sound, so she could hear how stupid she sounded. And then she hung up on me. So <laughs> it, it really does happen that we have white women, white and white men. Well, you have people will call 911 for ridiculous stuff. It does happen. However, they think it's our customer service. However, comma, as you know, Jimmy gets from me that I'm, I need to start trademarking that. Yes, it's is. not ju- it's not just white people. I hate to say it that way, but it's, it's me because I do, too. I, I call. And and really? again, that's why yeah, but that's I, why I, I say call. it depends on where you are because, because same the same example the other way around and I, I'm now with Clayton people call nine one one because of noise complaints. I give, I will give you an example that I always call nine one one. This is just, like nine one one. Have, have mercy. There's a strange white man in my neighborhood. Mm. Now your neighborhood, Jimmy, I will call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, truth is truth. They're like, excuse me. Like, there's no a strange no white, look, there's a strange white man in my neighborhood. No tea, no shade. I would call. But you got to think about where you are as far as... <laughs> and, and, I mean, and it's, you, you really have to think about where you are and, and what the demographic is. So in Christian situation, it's not uncommon <clears throat> to hear of a white person calling on a black man. And it, any, time, any, any major metropolis city, for lack of better terms. But currently where I'm at in Clayton County, where I was, it doesn't happen that often. So Clay County, um, if you don't know, BA is a majority. It's safe to say it's a majority black county, correct? Clayton County is majority black. It's also, in my opinion, it's where the retirees kind of go because Clayton County is where you can buy a house and not have to deal with all the hoopla of the, the the downtown life and and where people come to retire and where people come to not have to deal with traffic or if they don't want to pay extra taxes it's, because it's expensive it's to stay nice. in the city. Yeah, it's real nice. If you, some certain certain parts of Clayton County is real nice, but it's also low income because Clayton County has a lot more apartment complexes than you know more affordable complexes than yeah. most of the other places in Atlanta. So yeah, it doesn't happen that often here. Okay. All right, so we're gonna get into our main topic, which is you. Jesus, so the quick the question that I know, go ahead and take your shot because I'm finna get all into your business. Number four. All right, so no, we ain't gonna. So I know y'all gave you the outline, but we're not following the outline now. Oh shit! So I know, I I know, I know, because you, I gave I gave you that comp that comfort just makes. And you, you missed you fun. missed the name, by the way. You missed the name, but I figured we gonna get into it in this. Segment. Oh, we about to, no, we about to get into the name. <laughs> so how did you get the name frequency? Because everybody has this misconception that that's actually some part of it is actually your name. <laughs> Not just that, like, people have a misconception that the name, that there's meaning, extra meaning behind the name. So, the name Frequency literally came from Erica Badu Worldwide Underground's album. Um, she kept saying the word Frequency over and over in the album, like, and then the interludes and interchanges, and I, I just liked the word. So, I researched what the word was, you know, a wavelength, a pattern, you know, um, so I just adapted the name. I was like, I feel like I'm on a different frequency than most of the people that I know. Um, my section in at my section in Howard University, shout out to everybody who's a bison. Uh, they're the saxophone section. We call ourselves the freaky phones and we spell it with a PH. So I changed it from an F to PH and just went by frequency. 
and it just stuck. That was the reason why I chose it. Now, so, okay, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, so for so for the record, your name is not Quincy. No, and that's what I was getting ready to joke about. So okay. when Twitter took off because I capitalized the Q and Quincy and made it seem like the name was Freak Quincy, everybody immediately assumed that my name was Quincy. And that's what people will call me for the longest of time. Quincy, Quincy, Quincy. It's like, my name's not Quincy, but okay, I'll take it. And then, of course, with the tag of freak, everybody thought that I had something freaky to share. So what should, I we, get guess into that? what should we get into that few minutes? Yeah, I had to live up to the name. So, yeah. We're going to get to that few minutes. So what, so what people don't know about Frequency, so how we actually met, um, we met at one of my... Illustrious house parties. That is so back <laughs> illustrious is a good word. Yes. So BA doesn't know this, but I threw a house party <laughs> along with three other people back in the day. Like what year was it? 2010. 2010 going to 2011 for, for New for New Year's Eve, where we shut the whole city down. It was like maybe a thousand people in the whole damn house. <laughs> so like he's not kidding. Like as he tells the story, you'll see why. So I met him. I met frequency that night we've been chatting online for maybe a few months but i was kind of nervous to meet him because at that time because i because of was it a few months it was a few months because i had my twitter account for longer before we met i I felt like it was because i followed you for like a few months before we met okay because i was scared to i I will admit i was scared to actually talk to you because of which we're gonna get into later I just pulled the shot. Okay. Yeah, pour that shot. So, but we had this house party, like maybe a thousand people was in that house. And um, shout out to Mike, because he allowed us to use his house at that time. His house got destroyed. Whatever money that he made, he had to fix it for this house because they stole shit. They broke paintings, chairs, a whole bunch of shit. But I met Frequency that night in person, and he was with his other best friend, which I won't mention his name here. But we just became real close and real cool before. I think once he moved to Atlanta, back to Atlanta, that we became real, like, real, real close and all that stuff. So We have quarterly brunches. When Corona is over, we need to go back to that. I know. So, the funny thing about it is I started calling him Jacqueline. So. Oh, wait. Before we get there, I have to okay. tell my side of the story. So, B.A., this, this, this is the other side. So, yeah. It was a house party. I was staying in D.C. at the time, but I was back and forth from D.C. here to Atlanta because that's why this is home for me, for lack of better terms. So I came home for New Year's, and my friend, who he was mentioning, he said, "Let's go to this house party. We don't want to go. He don't want to go to a club." So I'm like, "Cool, whatever." And we get to the house party. We get to the house. We're standing outside in this long ass line to get into a house. And mm-hmm. it's literally like 11.45. And I'm like, I'm fucking over this. I want to be somewhere <laughs> cheering, cheering, happy new year, clap, kicking glasses, maybe get a kiss from somebody. And I'm outside in the line at 11.45. Midnight comes, and, midnight comes and I'm still outside saying happy new year. So we get to the front of the line. We get in the house. And his roommate, Tony, shout out to Tony. Hey, Tony. Um is working the door and Jimmy was up there too and I recognized their faces and the first thing they said to me after I'm in a piss mood because I'm standing outside for almost an hour, they were like, Frequency, hey, so good to see you and meet you in person. I'm like, hey, what's up? It was so, <laughs> it was so dry. I was, but it wasn't their fault. I was so pissed 
I was so over the fact that I had been sitting outside for like an hour. And I'm thinking in my head, like, they're going to hate me. They're going to think I'm a real bitch. So, but yeah. I was, I was just trying to make sure you paid so I get my money. <laughs> that part too. So, so everybody want to know where did I came with the name Jacqueline. So where do you think I came up with this name Jacqueline? You asking me or BA? Because yeah. I know. I don't. I would have no idea unless it's from uh, Boomerang. It is. <laughs> it is. It's strictly. It's straight off from Boomerang. It's like because so we talk so much that I just call him Jacqueline because I was watching Boomerang and I was like the way Grace Jones was like, according to Jacqueline, mm. you really know how to move your ass. That's so, my movie. I love that movie. And I know so, you were quoting in the last episode when he was talking about according to Jacqueline. According to Jacqueline. According to Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> so, not that frequency is frequency is not messy at all, but we do share. We just we just talk about a lot of stuff. And so when I say like, well, you know, according to Jacqueline, such and such, blah 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 and blah. So that's where that name came from. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could tell him a good good couple stories because of the freak part of the frequency yeah. that you know I had to live up to, unfortunately. So which we're gonna oh. get into so which we're gonna get into now, which I didn't know and I totally forgot about this until you mentioned this last weekend that you did porn. Mm-hmm. So, so funny story about that after you after you actually Okay. So what what so how did you get involved into porn and what was your first scene like? Like what was that like? I didn't know you did porn. I, I didn't know you did porn until like the other day. Like did did you do porn? You did like a scene or whatever. Okay, so you know how there was this big debate some time ago about porn star versus porn model? Yes. I was a porn model. Okay. <clears throat> so to, to, to catch the, the listeners up on the difference of the debate, the debate on porn star versus porn model was, you know, who who should carry the title? Porn stars technically are the people who, you know, own their name and getting money from it. Porn models are the ones that you should see in the videos who don't necessarily get paid, who, you know, see in the video and that's it. So I was a porn model. I will say that. And I posted on Instagram. I'm, I know I'm fast forward a couple times. Uh, I posted on Instagram last week um, your first impression of me. And one of my friends reminded me that I had an X2 page as well. And I was like, oh, shit, I completely forgot about that. I do remember that X2 page. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing on X2? Were you like, you was getting first or fucking? Like, you was having sex on it? Or were you just like, like solo I was, shit? um... It was a lot of solo, but there was one video in particular that actually somebody made a gif out of. Um, I'll say his name because we're still good friends. Kid Onyx. Um, shout out to that, you. I know that you, name from somewhere. You know, I'm gonna show the same after the show. But Kid Onyx, okay. we are still good friends. Yeah, we we um we made a video and we posted a snippet of it on my XC page, and it went viral during that time, of course. And mm. Uh, it was on, it stayed on Tumblr for a while, and next thing I know, somebody made a gif out of it, and I cried laughing, and I sent it to That's him. That's not you fucking him on that uh, club bathroom floor, is it? No, we fucked in my bedroom. Okay. No, okay. no, this was no. I, I, I've retired from that. I don't do that no more. But no, I had, um, <laughs> no so more. to answer the question, no more. Uh, I was a porn model. What got me into it was that I firmly, and to this day, I firmly believe in don't knock it until you try it. Okay. Right. So I was good friends with a certain producer. Can I say his name? 
Um, you can do, if you want to. Okay, I was I was good friends with the producer Ty Lattimore, uh, at the time. And oh yeah, we got something to comment. Yeah. Do I need to pour another shot? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but I was good friends with Ty Lattimore, and um, he was convincing me or asking me if I would be interested in doing it. And again, I said, "Don't knock it till you try it." So I said, "Sure, why not?" Who did you film with? Sean Legend. Girl. Sean so, Legend. So you don't know who he is, but he he's out of retirement now. Yes. He's, he's, he's out way. of retirement. In a like doing what? He's doing amateur. He's doing amateur now. Amateur Twitter. Like when when we get off this phone, we'll sh- we'll show you his 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 Twitter page so you can see it. And yeah, he's he's out of retirement in a big way, literally. But um. It was um the funny thing about the first the first scene I did with Ty Lattimore, it was in this film called Grad Dorm, which I mm-hmm. still have a copy of. And I am on the back cover, on the DVD cover, and I just look at it and go, oh my God, what was I thinking? Anyways, um, it was shot in the bedroom I'm currently in with this horrible bunk bed situation that I had, which is why he titled it Grad Dorm, because it was a bunk bed. So he made it seem like it was a college dorm. So yeah, my first scene was with Sean Legend. My second scene was with Ty himself. So what was your experience like? What was your experience like? Like how did you prepare, I guess? Well, I mean, physically or mentally? <laughs> um, both. both. Well, physically, you know, I it was what, 2007? So, I mean, you know, the, the normal don't eat, clean out, be prepared, whatever. Shout out to my dad. But you I'm got physically my... sick. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I'm no, sorry. I really, I really didn't. I don't want to say <laughs> I prepared for it. I didn't know what I was getting into. I okay. may have drank a couple times or took a couple shots to get myself ready for what was about to happen. Was there drugs? Like, was... no, there was. That's what I was getting ready to say. There was no drugs. There, um, I was not high. I, I don't. I rarely ever smoke anyway. Didn't smoke. Um, Sean didn't smoke. Um, nobody did any type of meth, coke, or at least to my knowledge. Um. I don't do poppers. I had a really bad experience once, so they don't register in my life. So it was literally mm. I was I was in my right frame of mind for lack of a better term. Oh I was, no no, I wasn't trying to say that you wasn't like your. Well no, uh, I was completely sober. If that so, yeah, oh, makes okay. sound better, I was completely sober. I just and know knew like, what was going on. Because I, I guess I'm just asking questions that well a lot of people think about like what those on. Oh, yeah. No, because um as we get into my porn model career, there was a, a video I did with a producer who's known to bully and or drug his stars. So Ooh. yeah. Let me go it's, get my look. Let me get my Wendy Williams pop on real quick. Don't don't. <laughs> anyway, um so yeah, the first thing I did with Sean, it was I want to say awkward. Cause Sean is not my type, and to have to be on camera, to having people watching, cause it was two people in the room, it was Ty and one other person, and having to be directed into liking this sex scene with this person that's not your type, it was a little awkward. Yeah. So yeah, that was um, I have never looked back at that scene truthfully because I knew how awkward it was filming it. I never wanted to look at it again. So why would you would you like why did you keep going keep doing it not just like for like that company or whatever but just do it like period? Why oh well, the second time it? was the second time was a mistake. Oh, okay. Oh, why, for, like, why, why was why was it a mistake? So we gonna fast forward to that one? I mean, 
Um, so yeah, the the other time that I did, well, I didn't do this one under the the second time I was recorded in in porn. It wasn't under the guise of my porn name, which was my porn name at the time was Trey Daniels. If you find, if you try to Google it, you won't find it. And if you do, let me know because Jesus. Um, but you had, you had a look. You had a remarkable name. So side note, you had a remarkable name. And that's the thing. Ty came up with it and Ty was trying to run with it. But because Ty stayed here in Atlanta, I stayed in D.C. at the time. It was difficult to keep the Trey Daniels train going. Okay. So, you know, I did the video with him. And then whenever I would come down to Atlanta, we would do photos or uh, pictures because he wanted to. He went from video to taking pictures. And actually, he's actually posting pictures that we took years ago now, which shocks the hell out of me. But hey. He he gave me the same speech that the other person gave me. It's his criteria. It's his material. He has the right to do with what he is, which I agree with. Hey, I did it. I'm not ashamed of it. So yeah, Trey Daniels was a way to go. I just did not continue it because I wasn't here to do it. Okay. So moving on to the other one. Uh, the other one was a known producer here in Atlanta. He hit me up off of my ex account. Because he saw what I was doing on my ex suit, which was mostly solo and one or two videos. And he was like, I would really like to film with you. And I really like to make you a star in one of my movies. And and, and I was familiar with his work. I liked it. He was like, mm-hmm. I, I want you to be the star of this film. And next, let me know when you're coming to Atlanta again. And we'll talk about it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I came down to Atlanta, 4th of July weekend. And I told him I was here. And. He said, okay, I'm hosting, as you call BA, a set. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm hosting this set, and it's going to be in your honor, and you're going to be the star of it. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, it's going to be for you. Well, I did not know that the set, I honestly did not know the set was going to be recorded. Okay. And when I showed up to the set, after a long day, because mind you, you know, in 2011 when this was filmed, I was coming back to Atlanta to be with my niece, who was just born, and to be with my family. I wasn't coming here to fuck. Truth be told. So after a long day, I'm like, I don't know if I feel like doing this. I'm tired. I want to get some rest. I just drove down here from DC. I'm not in the mood. But I show up because I told him I would be there. I get there. This motherfucker has a list, a party guest list of people, a check-in shit. And I'm like, oh, this is a wow. Snapchat. Oh, wow. And he's like, yeah. So I went back in my car. I was like, I went back in my car and I texted him. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm going home. And I told him for those reasons, I'm going home because you're not, this isn't in my honor. You are doing this for your own benefit. You're doing this for your publication and for your business. And I'm, you told me this was for me. He pretty much called me everything but a child of God and wow. said all these people to come in here for you and blah, 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 blah. Made me feel so bad. And Jimmy will know, I, I, I don't like feeling bad. I don't like when I make people feel bad. I'm very much a people pleaser. So, I agreed to it. Went back in, had a little, did a little dance, made a little love, get down tonight. Um, I go home. I'm really fast forwarding through what happened though. I go home about a month later. My friend who I actually went to the house party with that Jimmy knows sends me a text message saying, "Bitch, you all over this website. You came down here for a fuck party." I'm like, "What you talking about?" He sent me the link. It was a three part video of. Of, he called it Raw Fuck Club 4th of July, a three-part video. And the first segment, the first trailer, the three-minute trailer was all me. And I was just like, oh, my fucking goodness. I had no idea that it was being recorded and publicized for his, you know, for his so, company. So he didn't, that's, he didn't tell you that he was recording it? 
No, I knew. That's the thing. I knew it was being recorded because I saw the cameras after the fact. But I didn't okay. realize that it was being recorded for his Fair. benefit. Okay. And I didn't realize it would be all over the internet. And then the sad, the crazier thing to me was when I watched the three-minute trailer, I was like, wait a minute. This three-minute trailer doesn't encompass the entire set of it all. Because the set went on for hours. I was only there for all of like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Like I got mine. I helped some people get theirs. I'm not gonna lie. I had my fun. I left. I was done because I noticed the direction of the set was heading in a way that I didn't want to go or I didn't want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Why is it that I'm the sole focus of this three minute trailer in this set? Because at the time you was popular and you still popular. You still popular. But at that time. I and the think- crazy thing is the crazy thing about that, though, Jimmy. If you the only people who knew it was me is if you knew what my body was shaped like. Because okay. I know it was me because of the way my body was shaped and what I was wearing when they did flash to like my hat and my socks. Other than that, I didn't have any of my back tattoos. I didn't have any of I had my chest tattoo and one of them you can see my chest tattoo. But you couldn't tell it was me. He didn't he didn't even tag me. He didn't even say it was starring frequency. That was the other wow. thing. He wow. didn't say it was star he was like feature it was no feature in it. It was just a random set that he decided to record and publicized and in the three minute trailer of it i'm the main one and i know it was me because of what was said to the person in the trailer i was like that was said to me i know that was me i know my body i know when i'm shaped like and i know what it looks like back there that's me all right so one other thing that people don't know besides the porn stuff that you've done that you actually done two iconic shit that no one knows you have done is iconic it may not be iconic then but it's iconic now that you did. Child, it's, this is iconic to me because people love this bitch. So, the one person, so the one knows that you was in the Lil' Kim video for the jump off. Yes, I was. And you also was in Drumline. Yes, I was. So, explain those that, that experience to us. So, I'm going to start with Drumline because Drumline came first. Uh, okay. High school, I'm going to give a short version. High school year, my senior year, senior year of high school, um, they wanted to do, they were filming Drumline and they reached out to my band director about using my high school band as, you know, the uni- the uniform that they wore, that was my high school <coughs> uniform. The high school, the Atlanta Anti band, that was majority my high school as well as Clark University. So the deal that the band director worked out at the time was you can use my high school band to do your record we recorded all the music like all the music that they played the Atlanta NC band that was my high school band we played oh wow yeah so and it's funny you say iconic because I was actually joking with my mother about this the other day I was like I wish someone would have told me that all these years later people would have been using that music in their TikToks on you know Instagram on Twitter and commercials because I would have asked for a better deal we spent many uh, hours in the studio, many takes recording that music for them to use in the film. I digress. So the band director made a deal. He said that he that we could that Charles Stone, the director, could use our band as inspiration. He, we would record the music, but he had to include our high school seniors, our graduating seniors, in the college band Atlanta A and T, which I was at the time. So I got the opportunity to, to do that. Um, it was very interesting because at the time I was both in high school and in college doing what Georgia calls joint enrollment program. Mm-hmm. So one day in particular that I won't forget, I started at 7 a.m. with my college classes, went to my high school, Southwest Cab, went to a drumline shooting at 3 p.m. and did not get home until 7 a.m. the next day because it was the night that we were shooting the final scenes uh, for the, the Battle Royale, I guess that's what they call it. 
and we had to shoot all damn day. And um, if you ever want to find me in Drumline, oh, and I was also on the dancer scene committee, which was tiring because we had to come up with the dancer scene and teach it. So imagine doing the dancer scene they do at the end of the film. We had uh-huh. to come up with that and teach it to everybody. So doing that over and over and over, like, Jesus, it hurts my body. Think about it. <laughs> but if you ever want to find me in the film, you can go to the scene at right before Atlanta A&T takes the field at the last scene when they're at the dome. Blue Cantrell saying, Petey Pablo, all that jazz. When Orlando Jones is coming through the tunnel and he goes, all right, man, whatever he says. If you look <laughs> in the top, if you look in the, if you look in the top <laughs> right hand corner, you'll see this boy with glasses on and with braids. He takes his white glove and pushes up his glasses. That's me. <laughs> and I noticed it because I saw my face. I'm like, oh shit, that's me. And I'm the only one who who uses a white glove and pushes it to his face. Like, oh shit. And then that scene continued. So filming that scene, that scene, let me give the back. Filming that scene was like four in the morning. We were tired. I was laughing. The, me and my girlfriend at the time, who I was standing next to in that same scene, we were laughing at everything. Like, like the dude, the GQ, the, the bass drummer. He had a Sonic the Hedgehog haircut, and we were laughing at that. We were laughing at Ooh. everything in sight. So when they started saying, you know, when they said quiet on the set in action, we didn't know when to stop. We were like, oh, shit, we got to stop right now. But then Orlando Jones says his line, we say one band, one sound. He puts his sunglasses on, like, all right, it's showtime. And then he, they yelled at this, my honest got truth. They yelled cut when he said one band, one sound. They yelled cut. I told my girlfriend, all right, girl, I'm out. I'm going to the locker room to sleep. And I put chunked up the deuces and went the opposite way of everybody else. I watched that movie in damn theaters. That scene is in there. <laughs> so going from that to Lil' Kim, which is, I kind of, which I say this, every, I think every black gay man of our age group the jump off. would die to have, have been in a Lil' Kim video. So yeah, being in Drumline actually opened the gate for for the jump off. What ended okay. up happening was I left Howard. I'm sorry, left Southwest, went to Howard, and Drumline had became the big thing that it was in the fall of 2002. Spring of 2003, Little Kim decides for the jump off she wants to have a band in the film, and some kind of way my band director worked it out, or he's I think he's related to somebody in Little Kim's camp that he got Howard University Showtime Marching Man. Shout out to my band. Um, he got us or certain members, the male members, to go up to New York to be in her video. He picked out 10. I was one of the 10. I was grateful to be a part of it. When the happening was, though, this is a story that I didn't tell you, Jimmy. Okay. Um, there was Oh, and there was also, you know, BET used to do the making of the videos. I forgot what yeah. they called it. Um, they also, I, yeah, I, I remember that show. BET did one of their specials for this video as well. So we were there for it. And if you find it and you watch it, please let me know because I need to find it. But if you find it, you actually see a scene where we're practicing and rehearsing the other non-bandsmen. We're practicing and rehearsing the dance that we're going to do for the actual video. Well, what happened was when they're practicing that scene, they sent me, the freshman, to the bus to go get our instruments that we're going to be filming with. When I came back, they already picked and decided where everybody's going to be standing for the shooting. And I was going to be staying in the back left corner away from all of the cameras. So were you so, in the video? I was, yes. Okay. I was on the stage. The The benefit of where I was standing was, you can't see me in any of the video, but the bit, actually, no, you can't see me in one part. 
But the benefit of where I was standing in the video was I got to stand right next to the VIP section where Mr. Cheeks, Miss J, Little Kim, um, anybody from that camp was standing, was sitting in that VIP section. So whenever they yell cut or whenever we weren't filming, I got to chill with them and drink. Well, I shouldn't have been drinking, but I got to chill with them and see what they were doing. And when Little Kim's coming up that st- coming up the stairs at the beginning, which like I've been gone for a minute and now I'm back with the jump off. I could see her every single time she came up and down the stairs. And I say every single time because the first time she came up the stairs, she said her titty popped out. It was like, <laughs> I've been gone for a minute. Now my titty's out. And they had to yell cut. And she had to do it all over again. So, yeah, I got to. It was very interesting to be in that movie, that video scene. So you go from doing video porn. You, so it went like this. So you did videos to porn to now I, what I could see you the king of hump day on, on Twitter. <sighs> That's Twitter yes. on it's Twitter and Instagram. I guess that's so, what you can say. <laughs> because because the boys when as soon as Big Deborah comes out, so <laughs> BA, he that, that's what that's his nickname for his ass. It's, <laughs> it's called Big Deborah. Okay, yeah. I gotta explain that. Where, so, where does Big Deborah come from? All right. Sizzle 2011. I was down at anybody who goes to Sizzle knows that you, I think it's still Sunday night. Space is the thing to do on Sunday night. So Sunday night I'm at Sizzle. I'm I'm at Space. It's you know three four in the morning at this time. I'm good and drunk. I'm standing on the podium and I'm dancing. I had on these fishnet underwear that I knew I had on, but the next thing I know I felt a breeze over my whole ass and a hand over my ass. I realized the MC is behind me, then pulled down my underwear and rubbed my ass for everybody in the crowd to see. I jumped down from the damn podium. I go to my phone and tweet how embarrassed I am. Next thing I know, my friend, Easy Breezy T, shout out to Easy, um, he's tweeted, I just saw uh, Frequency's ass on stage at Space. He ain't got no little Debbie's. He got a big Deborah. Not big Deborah. <laughs> So Big Deborah was born. Like he he's the one who gave me that name and I carry it with pride because I was like, bitch, that was so embarrassing. But he's like, he got a big Deborah. Yeah. So with that said, how overwhelming is it that to to be known as the king of ass, so to speak, on Instagram and social media? How overwhelming Extremely. Extremely. How do you you deal with it? I, I I try to ignore it, but the funny thing about that is um, so my birthday last year, what's his name? One of these guys who runs a blog on Twitter, or he runs a blog, uh, Pop Craze, I think that's the blog he runs. He gave me a birthday shout out last year, and he even said the same thing: "Happy birthday to King K, King of the Instagram, or King of the the, the Hump Day." And I was like, "Really? I'm not, I don't consider myself to be nobody's King of Hump Day because I literally don't." I don't, I'm very shy and reserved. You didn't know this about me, but I don't like the attention. I don't like, I, I don't post hump day to be thirst trapping or to be like, hey, look at my ass. I, I don't do it. So it's intimidating and I don't really, I feel some type of way about it. Like I post a hump day picture and I put my phone away because literally my phone's either going to blow up with DMs, my phone's going to blow up with text messages, like everybody's going to be like, let me eat that, it looks fat, it looks edible, let me smack it, let me smell it, like my follow account goes to the roof, the next day I get a text message from a friend of mine who I ain't talked to in a while, who's like, oh, your ass is all on Tumblr, and I thought Tumblr was done with that shit. No, but, Tumblr's still alive and well. I mean, I get, it's it's intimidating, I, I and I, I still do it only because if I don't, then I get people questioning and concerned about me. But I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. 
I get it. I get it. It's oh, I get it. So with that said, we're gonna go ahead and go to our next to our next seven, which we're gonna do a game. Shout out. So we I got this idea from Chino Black where he did his porn verses, which we know is real popular now with the verses. So we're gonna play a game with both BA and frequency because I don't know half of these porn stars, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm afraid. And, and some of these people I probably just named. Some some of these are porn, some of these are events, because I feel like both of them have went to these events. I'm afraid. Y'all ready? Okay. Y'all Let's ready? go. All right. Let's so go. the first one is a BA favorite. Calavine versus JD Blackstone. Who do y'all have? <laughs> uh, you came up with these? Or, yes, or I came up with these. I came up. I came up with some of these. Some of these are too from Chino Black. Oh. Oh. Um. That's the top versus the bottom. It is. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I just went by who had the who had the, who had their own fans. I'm gonna um I'm gonna go with a more interesting OnlyFans, so I'm gonna go with Kai. Okay. Um, no shade to my Piscean brother JD Blackstone. He's also a March Pisces, which I appreciate and I love. But I'm gonna go with Kai. So Kai wins the battle of that one. Um, did y'all watch straight porn? Yes. yes. Okay. The next battle is Doom Doom Doom. Jake Steed versus Brian Pumper. Jay Steve. I do not fuck with Brian Pumper. He is wow. just not. He does not do nothing for me. My favorite one. Actually, I was just um, stumbling on some straight porn the other day. In these last couple of days, I was. Um, I reconnected with Wesley Pipes. I was gonna put him down here, but I can't think of who else who he go against. Nobody. Lexington Steel. Nobody. Nobody. Lexington co- Steel. Nobody compares to the King. Lexington Wesley Steel. Wesley so, Pipes versus Lexington Steel. Go ahead. Pipe. So on this one Lexington video I watched the other day, on the other day he said um, the girl he was fucking was running or something, and then the cameraman <laughs> and the cameraman was like, "Why she running? Is she running?" And he was like, "I don't know why she running. A pussy big as fuck." I was like, "Oh my oh god!" god. <laughs> <laughs> he like a pussy big as fuck. I was like, "Oh my god!" Did he just shave this woman like this? Nah, but, I'm, I'm Team Lexington Steel. Lexington Steel. Lexington Steel. Wesley Pipes and um. JC, they used to do a lot of porn together. I had a lot of those, a lot of them three collection, but I'm mm. I'm Lexington still. Mm. So, so that's so for those that's what's top of that one. But I said uh, no, I said Brian Pumper though initially to the other question. So Brian Pumper, top. Brian Pumper had cakes, and Brian Pumper liked to get his cakes lit. I like the big old, I like the big old fake ass rings he used to wear. That's enough I to disqualify. Hate that. That's did. enough to disqualify his ass right there. All right, Jesus. So the next one is an actual event that I feel like a lot of porn has happened at. So, Black Tino Oasis <laughs> versus Sizzle. I've never been to Black Tino Oasis, so I'm about to so say wait, Sizzle. So wait, what's the criteria? What's the criteria? What, what are we saying on this versus? It got to be fucking. I know, it don't have to be fucking. It's just in general. It's between porn versus... It's porn who has, okay, like... Okay, so... Who produced the metaphor? I had been to both. I actually have was in the fashion show. Norell, who does the swimwear for a lot of um, a lot of our family, um, shout out to Norell. He actually asked me to be in his swimwear fashion show, Flipatino Oasis, in two thousand. I think it was fourteen. Mm-hmm. After uh, I I got 
so okay, I'm backtracking here. There was a picture that I took in the in when I was with Kid Onyx for his birthday. We went to Miami, Hallover Beach, and there was this banana hammock, as people are calling it. He took a picture of me for my third his thirtieth birthday in a Noral piece. It went viral. It was a Deborah photo, but Noral loved it and Noral asked me to be his fashion show from there. So I have been involved in some Latino Oasis events. As far as events go, I'm going to give it to Sizzle because Sizzle has more events going on and you also have the city of Miami to see and to deal with. Whereas Latino Oasis is really more centralized. Like everything happens in one central place at Latino Oasis because Palm Springs is very much lax and gay. But as far as the nudity of it all, it only happens at that one resort. Okay. So there's a I'm lot of say, nudity. I'm going to say Sizzle because that, uh, that starts uh, well in the Hyatt is legendary. Oh, my God. But Get keep you going. Okay, if we're going on that case, I'm going to go Latino because Latino, at the the host hotel for Latino Oasis, CCBC, See, I can imagine. A, I can imagine. Maze. They have I've never maze. been you should well i I would say you could have gone in their prime they have a maze in the back of the hotel and do you know how much shit has happened in that maze hell i got called in a maze in the damn cell Ooh, all right by that later yes so yeah the next one is somebody that we're trying to get on the show and someone that we're trying to find as well is chino black versus xl chino black wait you're trying to find xl we know where he's at but we know where we we're trying to find him but well, we you know, know he's taking a break from a lot of stuff. He's, I know. He's, ha- he, he's focusing he's on school and his relationship. Yes, yes I know. I'm going to be honest with y'all. When, when it comes to, yeah, I watch a lot of porn, and Excel is just boring to me in his scenes, unless when he get nutted, when they nut on his face. Other you, than that, them fighting words right there. Excel, I love that man. I'm not saying he's, he like a, he's not a bad porn star, but when you compare him to, it's verses, right? Yes, yes it's it is verses. Okay. Right. I, well, I'm going with XL. I love that man. If he wasn't in a loving relationship, I would shoot my shot. <laughs> and see, I think that's why y'all like his porn because y'all y'all see that other side of him and y'all like that side of him. I think more than y'all like the porn. I'm talking no, I, just I, I straight, like his, I like just straight porn. porn. No, he he's in two of my favorite porns: the one with him and Addiction, and the one where, as much as I hate to say it, <sighs> D Smash ATL with him and JD Blackstone. That's two of my favorite porns, and he's in it. So I'm actually I've been a fan of XL since he, he was did on go X-Tube. off in that one. He did go off in that one. That one I've been a J-D. fan of XL since he was on Xube under the screen name of Top Love Nut. Let's be clear. All right, it was Top mm-hmm. Love Nut. All right, so we got two more. All right, we're gonna go to a throwback. Throwback, which is Bobby Blake versus Flex Dion. Uh, Bobby Blake, cause he's talking more shit. Did Bobby Blake have the 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 the, the Prince Albert? At the and time? Right, and, and he no, did not have that. So double flex, double that's extra pluses. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Blake, Bobby Blake. Then, because I did I, the the Prince Albert, even though one of my good friends has one, it kind of freaks me out. So Bobby Blake, you All can't right. put that in me. And the last one, which is going to be a BA favorite as well, is Shorty J versus Remy Ma. <laughs> now y'all already know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only laugh because when I was doing during my frequency days of, you know, Twitter after dark and my porn model careers, a lot of people called me and considered me to be the recoming of Shorty J. Like everybody thought I looked like Shorty J because I didn't have locks, I didn't have hair, I was short with a big ass. I was I was They were trying to set you up. They were. (laughs) They really were. 
Shorty J is the legend of porn to me. Um, I'm, and I'm going to have to agree. I Short, was... Sh- Shorty J made like bottoming look fun to me. He was the only reason why I was interested in wanting to like try bottoming. But did, did he get because... fucked by a phone, a cell phone? Or no, they they took the flip phone and they put it in a condom and they stuck the phone up his ass and then <laughs> I they that one. then they called the phone and let it vibrate in there and and let it vibrate in his hole. Shorty J is a legend of porn. The legend, the icon. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna. So I have a few more, but I'm just hold on to this for our next guest, etc. But did you hear about uh, talk about porn stars? Did you hear about um when somebody when um when Chino Black was doing this stuff? Uh, he did one with Trap Boy versus somebody. I think it was Trap Boy versus uh Jesus versus Cash and Nero, and somebody commented and said that uh Trap Boy. Uh, stole his friend uh, MacBook. A laptop. They, yeah, I saw yes. that. I was like, oh my so god. So his friend MacBook after they fucked and then threw it, threw it in the woods Listen. when he found out he was being tracked. Anytime I was like, somebody that is garbage. Anytime somebody mentions Trap Boy to me, I just immediately have flashbacks to when Trap Boy and Hot Rod had a huge beef because I was friends. I was friends with Hot Rod at the time, and Jesus, I, I just, I just have those flashbacks to that. Like Jesus, that was that was bad. That was real bad. He used to take some dick though. I was never really a fan of Trap Boy. I liked him yeah. when he when he beefed up, but when he was skinny, I didn't like. I ain't gonna lie, I would prefer Cash, but Trap Boy is um. He, uh, he did no comment thing. on Cash. See, and BA, let me let me say this. This is another reason why he calls me Jacqueline because because of my extensive porn history and porn knowledge, I know a lot about these people. I was like, mm-hmm. I was waiting for you to mention that. Like I know what like I, I I I have not met some of them personally and some of them I have met personally. But there's a lot of people who only only fans who I have their numbers. I know their government names. We have been friends for years. We have been friends and lost contact. Yeah, yeah. That's why he calls you Jacqueline, because I could tell you a story about almost all your favorite porn stars. Mm. <laughs> all right. So as we get prepared to wrap up this show, we wanna thank Frequency for being on the show before we get prepared to wrap this up. But we're going to go to our shooting for a shot, and Frequency actually has a question for both of us. Yes, I have an asking for a friend. Hmm. So my asking for a friend, because I'm the friend this time, it's inspired by this song by Mariah Carey. Now, B.A. Mariah Carey is this American artist. Shut up, this- bitch. <laughs> she had this album called Me, I'm Mariah Carey, the Alicia Sanchez. And one of the singles from the album, because I know you don't listen to singles. Um, one of the singles from the album was called "The Art of Letting Go." So no, I was listening. That's to the one when she was okay. No, no, I do know the album. That's the album when she was airbrushed, like squatted down on the on the beach or something like that. Well, not squatted down. She was standing up on the beach. Like, but it's, it's yeah, two like, different versions. It's two different versions. There's one with just her face, and there's one where she's standing on the beach. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, "The Art of Letting Go." I was listening to it, and it made me have a question for both of you. Since you've been on the podcast, both BA and Jimmy, you guys have mentioned, you know, Jimmy has mentioned moving to Dallas and changing jobs. You yourself has mentioned that you've had a change in jobs and had a change in relationships. So the general question of what is your art of letting go? Like, is it hard to start over and start anew? Do you find it difficult to go back or stay where you're at? What makes it easy for you to continue on in what you're trying to do, be a relationship, job, new city, wherever? Like, what is your art of letting go? Um, I'll go first. 
to me, I will admit the art of letting go is scary, scary. And anxiety. Because it's basically to me, it's like you start to make over. So the Dallas situation, I I changed my mind on that, so I'm not moving to Dallas after all. Because all mm. the because all the girls are moving there now. Content for another show. I know it is. But um it's scary because as much as I want to change and see different things, it's scary because you're so used to how your life is now, and now that I'm getting older, I'm st- almost stuck in my ways. If that makes sense. That is true. And that's kind of how like how I feel too. I guess when in terms of like uh uh moving, um, I decided since we're working from home that I'm gonna do um three cities in three years, and then I'm gonna move back to Dallas, and this is where I'm gonna be. I really don't want to like live anywhere else for a long, uh, an extended period of time, but Dallas. So, um, the art of letting go, I really have a problem letting go. It was shit. I just ain't never moved really because of my job. Now that well, I gotta, like, right, but not no shade, but you have done a lot more letting go since the show has started than Jimmy has. Like, mm-hmm. you, have, you have changed jobs, you have changed relationships from, you know, in one to not in one. So, it, it was it was a question that brought about because I wanted to know what was what, what did you find difficult, what you find easy, what do you what do you. Knowing, I mean, honestly, I don't really not not to sound like, like I'm like you know don't struggle with that type of stuff, but I just don't have a problem with that type of stuff. Like letting go if I know that's what's good or at the moment or whatever. Like, and I don't never really consider anything to be permanent either. So that's another thing that gets me like help me with letting go. Like I really don't consider nothing permanent. Good or I mean that can be good or bad, so it's like yeah, whatever. Okay. I hope we answered your question. You did, and okay. and if I do, I have to answer my own asking for a friend. No, you don't. Okay. Unless, unless you want to, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I can't briefly. I don't let go easily. In the in the you're in a Pisces, segment. of course not. I know I hold on to shit like it, it's hard for me to let go of anything. So mm. emotional gangster. That's literally what I am. Uh, emotional gangster. So, mm. as we get ready to wrap our show up, we're going to go ahead and do... Huh? No, I just heard uh, B.A.'s... Mm. So, as we're going to get into our last <laughs> segment, which is shooting our shot. So, I'm going to go ahead and let our guests go first. Um, Frequency, who are we shooting your shot to? I'm eating the Swedish fish. Hold on. Um, no, you're not supposed to be eating while we're recording. Sorry, I've been drinking. You're not... Um, if we supposed to start like everybody else started until we get the recording. Okay. That's well, the ru- That's the rule. Originally, I was going to shoot my shot to you guys, especially you, Jimmy, but y'all do that every week. So I'm going to briefly just say, you know, Jimmy has been talking about doing this podcast for quite some <laughs> time, and I'm, I'm glad that it's been going, but y'all should shoot your shot to everybody. Um, I'm going to shoot my shot to small black business owners, especially LGBT business owners that I know of that have been, and I know it's not speaking of Corona, but I'm sorry. Uh, that have been finding a way to keep their business operating through Corona. Prime example are my loctician Royal Royce 22, who does my hair, um, by ELR, I'm sorry, yoga by ELR, um, EJ, he's my yoga instructor. Also, he does sound baths. He also, he does all this virtually. He's been helping me with a lot of the mental problems. I need my train photo shoot, by the way. I'll, I'll reach out to him and let him know. Um, my trainer, Fitted for Fitness, he also has an at-home workout program called Fitted in 30 that requires no equipment. You can do it at any place. You can do it at the gym if you choose to. You add equipment. 
Um, people like that who have been trying to keep their businesses running and going throughout this epidemic. I support y'all. I'm shooting my shots to y'all. Check them out. All right, B.A., who are you shooting your shot to? Um... I'm going to shoot my shout out to this man. So when I was coming back from the store, he was walking his dog. And he had like this. This is very random and it's very trash after what he just said. After yours. I know. Well, but, but, you know, you know, we. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you are trash on the podcast. Fuck you. Ooh. We was walking down the street. <laughs> I mean, remember, the, I'm sorry, not to cut your shut up. Remember the time you said on the podcast that if you are problematic on Twitter and not on on the show to let you know? That oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sir. Anyway, this man was walking down the street. And I don't know where I think he live. In, I think he may live in my apartments, but he had like the biggest dick print swinging. And I was like, "Why did you come out the house like that? Like you know what you're doing." Like Please. he went to the corner store to go to get coffee, which everybody walks to the corner store to get coffee. Like everybody, like what are you doing? He, and that's who playing. you shooting your shot to? Yes. I know. I'm not shooting my shot to him. I'm just like. um... <laughs> they just came through my mind for some reason, bitch. Shut up. I don't feel so like really it's time to do it. So yeah, I am. Um, who I'm? Sh- I'm shooting my shot out. But to yeah, him. shout out to him. Shit for the- yes. 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 Display, display, display the peen on. The, display your peen as much as if you got it. If you got it, flaunt it. Boy, I know Let you me want suck it. it. I know you want it. I know you want to sit. Okay. But um, I'm shooting my shot to I'm shooting my shout outs to um Henry and his on uh, and his viewing of the men in his neighborhood. Shout out to Henry and his viewing of the men in his neighborhood. Henry Twitter Rod, Henry? Rod Clever, aka Rod Clever. Oh my boy. What happened? So on so on yesterday, while he was going to the store, he started pointing out all the men in his neighborhood on on, on house party. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you it was my man that was so cakey, I was like, oh my God, his cakes are out. And we so messy because our ass is on house party saying this shit out so, loud. Let me let me say this about Henry. I love me some Henry. I've known him for years. And when I first met him for the first time at Dominican Republic takeover, DR Takeover, we were like sisters that we never met. But that Henry can be so messy sometimes. Henry is real, Henry is real sweet. And the boys are in his the boys are in his neighborhood because when I went to his house they all they was all everywhere. I, I love me some Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I say shout out to all the boys in his neighborhood in, in Henry's neighborhood. Call me, like, <laughs> y'all. Re- look, y'all ready to see what a, a southern bitch is about? Call me. Mm. So with that said, so before we close out our show, frequency tell the people where where they can find you. So again, my name is Frequency. I, oh well, Jacqueline. my name is Tay. My name is Tay. I go by Jacqueline. Frequency. Jacqueline. I go by Jacqueline. Four punks under pressure. Um, Tony Braxton, Big Deborah. You can find me on Twitter under the uh, what is it? What they call it? The handle of Freak P H R E A K underscore Q U E N C Y. Um, same for Twitter or oh, Instagram. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I don't give out my Facebook because Facebook is usually reserved for my coworkers. I don't want Child, to. We don't know what Facebook is. Listen, that's 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 church versus state. So yes, I am on Instagram and Twitter under the name of P H R E A K underscore Q U E N C Y. 
And catch me on Wednesdays on for Big Deborah. Catch me on Thursdays for Thick Thigh Thursday. And he is thick. He got thick thighs, and Deborah is always on display. Yes. And um, you can find me on. You can find us at, like I said before, at Punks Under Pressure, at Punks Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag using the Pod Punks. And please use our email address. Send us your questions, your answers, something. <laughs> yeah, don't Without text them like or, I do. Don't look, text them like I do directly. Be like, oh, I got to ask them for a friend. I know. Yeah, don't them. look. Email us because y'all begged us to get this email address and y'all don't use it. Yes. Punkspod at gmail.com. I check it every day. It's like, damn. Y'all, y'all read us for not having an email address and y'all don't even use it. And make sure y'all like subscribe, 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 rate, rate us in uh, comments on iTunes. I have a question about that. Should I wait till after the show or can I ask it now? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I tried to make another comment because I made one when the show first started when I first started listening, but I can't make another comment. Like I, You might I, do it from another device. Okay, because you know we're device. y'all in season two now, so I want to keep the comments rolling, but I can't give another another rating. So yeah, you got to use another device. Okay, got you so and and you can rate again too from another device. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that that way. And ba, where can they find you at? I am on Twitter at wisdom underscore stature. And y'all can find me in the trap, or y'all can find me on Twitter at and Instagram at grabyourjimmy.com or not grab.com at grabyourjimmy. <laughs> Listen, y'all, some some porn couple mess just happened on the timeline, and I am, like, in my phone. Ooh! Like, breaking news? Is it breaking news? Since we, we were just in here talking about porn couples, and listen. What is Anyways, it? Oh, it's just content for another show. Is it, is it, can we say it now? Please? Um... I don't... I mean, I don't... It, <laughs> it's just, I, I haven't read it. It's something about um, say their names. Let me stop. This. Um, I'll find out from the Wendy Williams of porn later on today. Yeah, Ooh. shout out to Wendy later on. Or if y'all follow us on Twitter, y'all gonna end up finding who it is anyway. So go ahead. I find, me, look, DM look, me that information look, now. I want to know. I find out from the Wendy, the Wendy Williams of porn later on today. So with that said, thank y'all for listening, and we'll see y'all when we see y'all. Bye. Mm. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.